Hello to everyone who signed up for free in January. We're in full championship swing on the extended panel here on Smaller Fish. To join up, you know you, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash smallerfishgea. The clip I'm bringing you today is a clip about Cork. Um, we know Cork have lost the third big game in a row really, really badly. I uh, spoke with Ollie Baker and Brian Carroll about Cork and all the issues that they seem to have. People think I'm a bit of a, a lunatic, loose cannon, whatever you'd like to uh, say. I think there's a group of people around Frank, actually a group of stooges and yesmen. Because I love this county so much, you know, and it's just, I'm delighted that the lads, the lads did it for the people of Waterford today because like, I'm, heart, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to hold off on talking about Cork because I think that's the more interesting talking point, Ali. How Jesus, short Cork are shambolic. And I want to kind of praise Limerick before we get into Cork, but you can't praise Limerick without saying how stupid Cork were, kind of in it. Like, I mean, all the turnovers. O'Donoghue turned over for the Galan goal. You know, Keen Lynch turning up, big turnover from Fitzgibbon earlier on. Lynch and Hayes, uh, the turnover on, on Collins in the goal. Keen Lynch, you know, O'Donoghue, Hegarty. Jesus, you're trying to run out through these monsters. The gas thing about this, Ollie, two years ago in the National League in the Gaelic grounds, Cork got their arses handed to them trying to do this kind of stuff. And for some reason, two years later, we're still looking at the same stuff. Yeah, and uh, that that's the, I suppose, the, the baffling thing about it all is that um, Limerick prepared for what Cork were going to do. And Limerick also prepared for they were going to do something different. So there was little, a little subtle difference to the way Limerick played with uh, in change of personnel up front and and um, introducing Mike Daisy in the backs. Um, but really, they fronted up. And whereas we were asking, kind of, is there something going to change with Cork um, after the league final? And they came back out and did the exact same thing again. And yeah. When they got under pressure, then, and particularly for the for the last twenty minutes of the of the, the the second half, when they got under pressure, it was revert to normal, and their normal is um, pass around the ball, and and just Limerick were so prepared for that, and the the really would say interesting aspect of of Cork or Limerick's um, ability to close down the Cork defender was that it was nearly like they shepherded the Cork defender to a certain area where there was another Limerick man going to come up against him. And then there was a third Limerick man going to um, the, the place that the Cork man was going to pass the ball to. So when they turned around and looked to see was the pass on back to the to spare man, because they always go backwards, he wasn't there. And and that just caused total confusion in, in the whole Cork um, makeup. And they just, they had nothing else. They had nothing else to offer, like. Yeah. They actually had nothing else to offer other than this running game. Brennan Cummins said in the commentary, uh, Brian, a couple of times, the movement up front is terrible. Like, I've played, I'm sure you'll tell me, you're played corner forward, I played in the full forward line. When the ball's not coming in, you stop moving, you get demoralised. Like, like, they don't give it in. Now, against Waterford, they gave in the few into Patrick Horgan, which is the wrong man to give it to. They had Kingston in beside him, this team, who's fast and, and should be moving. But I'm sure Kingston's not the type of lazy forward. He's just not. It just doesn't come in. What's the point? You'll wait till they run it, lose it. Oh, God. I, I feel 
I don't feel great about this because I love The Rock and The Rock is involved in the backroom team and, and I know him. But God almighty, Brian, this is this is criminal the way Cork are playing. Like John Gardner even tweeted about it yesterday um, during the game and he was talking about retain possession. I get that. But who decided it's better to make six passes in your full back line rather than playing the ball into space down the other end? Like any logical thinker can see that this is this is terrible. Uh, and they had the win, Brian. Like, uh, do you ever see a, t- a, w- a team to use the wind worst in the history of hurling than Cork? Yeah, I agree. And I'm glad you made the point about the inside forward line because it is demoralising. And you know that the whole game plan is built on running the ball out from the back. And you have to stay so patient and you're making runs. You've probably made two or three runs already. You know, And Brendan Cummins pointed out when he looked up that the boys were standing but you would say, how many runs have they made before that? And he said, it's 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 just when the whole system is starting to break down. I'm sure I'm sure it's very frustrating. You know Shane Kingston's buzzing around the place. You know Patrick Corkin makes very, very clever runs a lot. But as you said, there's only so many times you can keep running uh, and trying to lose your man and then the ball not coming in. So I think it's a, it's a great point. I, I, I'm delighted John Gardner came out with that sort of stuff too. It's about uh, sometimes we see Cork players you know they're not going to criticize their own but you know it, it's they're very it's a very valid point as well you know there's no point having six passes and then and then not hitting the ball in you've you've little forward in, in Patrick Horgan inside if he gets good ball into space um Shane King is going to be the same I think you, you maybe touched on it last week but maybe uh Seamus Harndy could be an option in terms of going a little bit more route one in the full forward line um allowing them that that out ball but they don't seem willing to do that at all it just seems no. to be this complete uh, adoption of football tactics. You know, I did say that last week. They're just playing the ball around in their back line, over and back, back to the keeper, back and just retaining possession. And that's all fine when you're better than the team you're playing against. But when you're running into a brick wall against the likes of Limerick, it's madness. We've been saying in Woolley for the last two years, you cannot run around Limerick. If you, I know it's trying to run through them, Brian. They're trying to run through yeah, them. Yeah, run through them. Yeah. And it's, it, that's even worse. But, <laughs> um, but it's just, it's it's madness because I know you need to come up with something different to beat Limerick, but this certainly isn't it. And it's been shown time and time again. They beat them in the league earlier. Maybe this is what they're all pinning their hopes on, the fact they beat them. But we know what, what a, a farce that league was. You've alluded to that already. So I just think it's it's crazy, the tactics from Cork. And it's just, he you know, Kieran Kingston came out of the league final and said he's not going to rip up the game plan after one game. He more or less alluded to the same thing yesterday. You know, they started both halves really, really well. Yeah. But sure, they were completely outscored from there on. You know, like uh, the last 20 minutes, I think they got five points. Patrick Harden got one point from play. Um, and he was out of his position when he, when he scored that. You know, it wasn't like he got a ball inside and, and beat his man. Um, so, like, they're, they're just completely rudderless and toothless up front. But I would say some of, the, some of that or a lot of that is coming from their over overpassing and their style back out the field. Uh, Kieran Kingston, you mentioned his comments there. It's stubbornness at this stage, Ollie, I think. We started both halves well. We shot ourselves in the foot. Today doesn't define our season. Like, I would love to co- him to come up after the game and say, look, we're going to have to take a look at it. There's three big games where we've uh, we've lost now. The Allerton final, the league final, and this one. And it's not working for us. And we're going to have, as a management team, we're going to have to go back to the drawboard. I would like that to come out for him. I think the Cork fans would like that. Imagine sitting there as a, a passionate Cork hurling fan watching that. Ollie, you said fluting around with it and not giving the ball into your forwards. This is just, it's gone too far for Cork now. 
they're they're I suppose they are kind of at a point where they 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 must when they wake up this morning realize that uh, if they keep trying to do the same thing that it's madness to think that the result will change at the other at, at the other end but like for for Cork to change their style and to all of a sudden just say play the ball in long that's that's the easy part of that um uh, equation the hard part of that equation is they need ball winners inside there they just yeah, don't they have, have ball none. winners yeah so it, for 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 where you'd say when Limerick shut down their puckouts and 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 took away the the short puckout option and they had to go long i think Harnley caught one ball um outside of that they won no ball from those long puckouts and Limerick had set themselves up that um, it was either they were going to catch clean in the air or they were going to break it down and um, the, you know, the two midfielders filtering back and they were winning the puck out. So just Cork just don't have ball winners. They haven't trained. Well, like, are they, but, but Ali, are they picking ball winners? Like, could they play, like, mm. could they could they move Tim O'Matany or Robert Downey as, a wing, as to a wing forward? Like, are they're not picking them. Mark Keane, like, they're just picking their team full of players that cannot win a long puck out and then make a balls of themselves by going short the whole time. I know, you know, yeah, yeah. But this is the infuriating thing about Cork, um, is that they, they just don't have ball. I think if you take Tim O'Matany and push him up the field, they don't have a defender to replace him. The, the one side of the coin of Cork going forward and being a, an offensive unit um, is is one thing, um, but defensively they're shocking as well. Like on a one to one basis, they're just they 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 haven't improved over the last four or five years. Um, when when good smart ball and direct ball is played in from an opposition and they've got a one on ones, they're very easily turned. They're very easily uh, you can get a run on goal on them uh, quite handy and. Like you know, that, so as much and all as good as they all are for, we'll say taking these these, these points and uh, long range points and set play points and kind of working these these um, ball out from the back and they get scores from that against different opposition other than Limerick now. Um, they're just defensively, they're still conceding a huge amount of scores. Even we say the first league game last or uh, of the league this year was, um, I think, they conceded to, uh, what the clear score two twenty three. Um, so it it was like you know that's a shocking amount um, to concede. So defensively they're as poor as they are going forward, and and that for me is something that they just haven't changed, they haven't learned, they haven't adapted to uh, a style of hurling that's going to beat the big guns and would say Limerick are the big guns at the moment, and they just look completely at sea. Then and worse for me yesterday from a court point of view was they appeared to accept that. From a very, uh, we'll say, early stage in the game, uh, maybe about uh, 50, 55 minutes, and they're, they're, they're like they were done at that stage. Yeah, I don't know how there isn't a few defenders in Cork hurling, club hurling, that aren't like good instinctive defenders that aren't these fancy hurlers. They mightn't be as skillful because you have to have a balance of everything, Brian. Like they're, ma- they're, they're making a stook out of, out of, out of Coleman, who's probably one of the best up and coming number sevens in the game two or three years ago to a lad who doesn't know how to play this role. What he did for the Hayes goal, this is not Cahalan's fault. Cahalan is marking Hayes and he got caught in the turn. Coleman's meant to be there to meet him on the on the goal side of it, and Coleman headed out 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 the other side of Cahalan. So the two of them got turned by the most simplest, just double back down the down the narrow side. But absolutely terrible. And this is another thing that we're saying here on the show for a good few weeks now 
that this isn't suiting that chap. And how can they how can they not see this? People think I'm a bit of a, a lunatic, loose cannon, whatever you'd like to uh, say. I think there's a group of people around Frank, actually a group of stooges and yesmen. Because I love this county so much, you know, and it's just, I'm delighted that the lads, the lads did it for the people of Warford today because like, I, I'm, heart, I'm heartbroken. Yeah.